Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast, which, amazingly, is less than a fortnight since the last one. <laughs> what the fuck is going on, Keezy? Hello. <laughs> you better almost... get used to this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, so, listen, the reason that we've done this is because we've both forgot to mention a certain film in the last episode. Don't ask me how I forgot to mention it because <laughs> he'll be ashamed of me. He's will be absolutely ashamed of me. Right, so um, we're going to review a couple of films that have come out recently. One that came out before the new year. Um, and we've got a top five for these as well and a couple of other wee bits and bobs throughout the show. So without further ado, Keezy, what are we going to talk about first of all? Start off with the main reason for the, the episode then. May as well. Although this could be an hour and a, this could be an hour and a half on its own. <laughs> it will be with the outro. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to talk about a film that you all know is close to my heart, but recently they released a director's cut and it's called Rocky versus Drago. Um, so this right. is this is Sylvester Stallone's own cut in the movie. I seen it on the night that it got released, obviously. And <laughs> uh, Keezy, you've just seen it recently, haven't you? Ah, it was on Amazon Prime for three quid, so I got it. Three quid? Is that steal? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I signed in with loads of different accounts just to make sure that they get their proper money's worth. <laughs> this film, it's, it's obviously it's the same movie, um, but Aye. I think this is the way Stallone wanted it to be. Like, in this movie, I kind of found Drago to be a more sympathetic character. You know what I mean, um, you can see that he's very much a puppet for the for the Soviet regime at the time. Bridget Nielsen's not in it anywhere near as much as no. she, as she <laughs> was in the original. Um, I think that might be more to do with Sylvester Stallone's own personal dealings with that woman than anything else. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. There's no spoilers really here, but there's a no. certain scene. There's a certain scene cut out. And I heard, on the way out, I heard three people mentioning that this scene was cut out. Three different people, three different groups. <laughs> and do you know what? I don't think the movie really suffered for the loss yet, but it is, a, it is an iconic scene in the, in the Rocky franchise. At the beginning of the movie, it's a lot more to do with Apollo. Um, they've, they kind of built the Apollo-Drago fight up better, I feel, in, in, this, in this version of the movie. Um, it's a lot more political as well. Um, look there, he's talking about it's a basically it's a the Soviets are trying to garner uh, fans in America basically uh, through sport, and it's, it's a lot more politicised and it, it kind of fits with how the Cold War was at the time a lot more. So, but you can understand why United Artists kind of wanted to move away from it. You know what I mean? MGM and United Artists aye, wanted aye. to move away from that, but. Basically, the, the films, it plays as a different movie, but it's the same movie. When I was told there was going to be 40 minutes extra in the movie, I right. was I was like, all right, well, here we go. It's, it's two and a half hours or something like that. Right? And then, <laughs> but what it doesn't tell you is a lot of this, a lot of stuff's cut out. They've cut quite a lot of the fat off. Aye. The, the cuts that they made were right. Aye, definitely. Um, I, mean, I think, see if the, the press conference was like real life. Aye. And you were sitting watching that in real life, you'd be like, oh, hope that big Russian guy punches his face in. 
remember, <laughs> remember when we were in the pub a while ago and we were the boxing came on and that guy came out. Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, look, it's Ivan Drago because he had a blonde <laughs> black top, remember? And then the next yeah, thing, it's, it's the full Soviet Union flag on the screen and everything. And the guy's <laughs> nickname was Drago. Well, you and I obviously started supporting him and he knocked the boy out in under a minute, remember? <laughs> but I've, I, as you know, if you listen to the show, I've always been a big fan of the villains in movies. And Ivan Drago was is probably in my top five of all time. And, and <laughs> I remember the first, I don't know if I've told this story before on the show, but the first time I watched Rocky Four with my dad, my dad thought that he was an android. He thought Drago was like a Terminator. <laughs> so he did. But, aye, was, uh, I love Ivan Drago and I love Rocky Four, obviously, but this is a, I don't think this takes anything away from the original movie. No. But no. it does add a lot more to the actual storyline. They didn't lose any of the soundtrack, which is a, a massive bonus, yeah, obviously. I always think that Burning Heart is well out of place. Aye, I know what you mean. It's an amazing song, but the way when it's played, it's like, it doesn't do anything. Aye, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's not like Hearts on Fire. Burning Hearts played right before Hearts on Fire, I think, in it, isn't it? Aye, it's been, it's been, all they're doing is landing at the airport and going to the cabin and Burning Hearts belting out. Aye. I mean, <laughs> play Burning Hearts through whatever you want. It's still, still always love it. But as Cobra Kai's taught us. It deserves to be like a, 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 another training montage scene flung in for that or something. Aye. I know what you mean. So, to get back to the fact that I actually went to the cinema to see this, I took Keen with me, right? And I went with Keen and Neil Weeman, who's been on the show, Neil Bratch piece. Yeah. And it was, he's seen a couple of the Rocky movies before, right? And he liked them, but he went into this never having actually sat and watched Rocky Four before. That's... Right? And I didn't know that. I thought he'd seen it. I was sure we had watched it together. And then when we came out, he was like, that was absolutely amazing. He loved it. He absolutely <laughs> loved it, right? So a couple of days later, um, he was going down to the caravan um, for a for a weekend away with his grandparents, and he sent me a picture on WhatsApp, and he says, you've broken me. And it, it was his playlist on on YouTube, and it was all the Rocky Four soundtrack numbers. <laughs> so I, said, I, I think it's... I think it's probably the best soundtrack to, to any film. There you go. I will. We maybe need to do a top five of that one day, but it would definitely be there for me at all. Uh, obviously, you'd already told me that they, it was still in it, but if I was watching the film not knowing, I Aye. thought they would. I, it looked as if they'd cut out No Easy Way Out. I know, mate. I know. It's the way, it's <laughs> the, the way they've built that scene, they've reversed it. Aye. So that Rocky's coming coming in uh, at the start of the scene for some reason. And because Aye. me and I actually thought that they'd cut out as well. I turned around to Neil and I went, let's see if they've cut this out. I'm going to be raging. <laughs> and what, what was also good as well, um, Apollo's entrance to living in America, that was that was all different. All the, all the camera angles and all that. There was a lot more of James Brown and stuff like that. And there was more of Apollo and him interacting on the entrance and stuff. Um, and it was just like the the fight scenes as well. The Apollo versus Drago fight scenes seemed different somehow as well. 
I don't know if it was different okay. camera angles or whatever, but it was brilliant. It really was. Uh, and I, I loved it. I loved it. So for me, I'm I'm going to go for four out of five. Would watch Aye. it. I thought it was a, a set for a five. No, not for no. It's not a, not a five. It's not better than the other two, but it was it was good. Right. Okay. Aye, fair enough. I'll join you then. I'll I'll go for four out of five. And I'll. I hadn't oh, yeah. seen it for ages, and, and I, I loved every minute again. And I thank God they kept the noisy way out as well, so they kept me on board. I have been up and walking out the cinema if I'd seen it pass by with things <laughs> like that, Anthem. It's, uh, what, what a film. Aye, what a film. Who am I kidding? Ten out of five. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I was... Obviously, we've been able to get back to the cinema more often now, Keezy. You and I went to see Spider-Man. I went to Aye. see Rocky. Um, and I went last night to see Scream. So, right. you know me. Big fan of horror movies. Big fan of the Scream franchise as well. I went with Samantha and my mate Muzz and his wife, Kathleen. And we went <laughs> to the Half Past Eight show at The View in Glasgow Fort. And the place was absolutely packed. Aye. It was packed, aye. And it, do you know something? This was a this was a good cinema experience as well because I got the same right. seats that we got for Spider-Man. <laughs> so that's my new seat spot. Nobody else, nobody else was impressed with them. I was I was oh, no? Bit, no, I was a wee bit gutted, mate, to be honest with you. <laughs> the film itself starts, as you know, how how all screen movies start. Aye. I'll ask you alone in the house, the phone goes, right, so from there on, it takes loads of twists and turns, as all the screen movies do, you've got everybody picked out, oh, that's that's the killer, that's the killer, that's the killer, that's the killer, um, but remember how we were talking about Spiral, and how aye. when the actual killer walked onto the screen, straight away, you're like that, aye. That's that's a killer. <laughs> with, with this one, they manage to change your mind that often that you forget who you thought it was originally. <laughs> <laughs> but that's who it was. <laughs> oh, right. So, um, I it's typical scream fair. You know what I mean? There's some gruesome murders in it, right enough. Um, right. Not not all of the the beloved characters make it out of this one. Oh no! <laughs> I was I going to actually ask you that. <laughs> Aye. So again, without without any spoilers, um, you might want to take a wee packet of hankies in your pocket because there's a, there's some heart wrenching moments in this one. But it's a good addition to the story. It's familiar enough for fans of the originals to enjoy it. And right. it's new enough for the the new generation. So uh, right. for me, I'm going to get three out of five because it was it was, an, it was an enjoyable trip to the cinema. Good stuff. Uh, where does it compare to like, the sequels? I take it it's not as near, near as good as the first one, but it must uh, be better than some of the sequels. It's one and two are the best for me. Then probably four. Then three, I would say, I'd say it's on a par with four. The, the last one, it's on a par with that. But right. like I say, it's got it's got enough 
uh, like nostalgic stuff in it for everybody to enjoy it. Very good stuff. Right, so that moves us on to the next movie that we've seen. This one is a movie that Keezy watched. I've not watched it. I might do, depending on what he's got to say about it right enough. And you're going to talk <laughs> about Encanto. So tell us, Aye, tell us about more, Encanto. A bit more light-hearted than, than Scream. Um, this was in the pictures in the end of November. But Disney, did, and it also announced that it would be available for free on Christmas Eve. So nobody went to the bloody pictures to see it. <laughs> so it went on to Disney Plus. So I was thinking, oh, this must be absolute garbage. Then they don't give a toss about this film. <laughs> if that's what they're doing, that's the treatment of it. So I, I kind of put off watching it. But then I saw that it made some top tens of the year. So I was like, hey, I'll, I'll put it on. And I loved it. <laughs> Aye. Uh, so, uh, it's a musical. Um, oh, for Christ's sake. It's about the... Uh, it's like... It's like it reminds me of like the Little Mermaid and Lion King and, and those oh, right, that's ta- right, instantly right. lovable toe-tappers. I've <laughs> seen somebody put on Facebook or Twitter or something like that recently that it was just a picture of a guy shaking his bum or something like that and he says, this is the greatest song of all time. And I, I've, <laughs> I've no, I, I didn't even click on it, but I know that it was for that movie in Canto. Right. Okay, yeah. So it must have some absolute bangers in it. If folk are- <laughs> <laughs> I do, it does, I. It's Lynn Manuel Miranda that wrote them all. Oh, well, there you go. Um, the film's she, about. She, she's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody that thinks I'm an idiot, I know who Lynn Manuel Miranda is. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm only 15 um, minutes up the road for Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he knows he's been around a catchy number, this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a magical family that live in a magical house and the main character doesn't have any magical powers but the house is losing its powers and she's the only one that realises and can save the day and it's all uh, the backdrop to all these amazing songs as well um, uh, it, was, it was brilliant it, it, it deserved a better treatment that, that it got for Disney I don't know what they were playing at Aye. Who's, who does the voices and stuff like that Obviously, oh like- sorry I uh, the main lassie uh, is played by Stephanie Beatrice, who's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Who she, she Stephanie play Beatrice plays. Uh, what do you call the dark curly hair? Uh, Rosa. 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 Aye. 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 She she's the main one in it, and uh, John Leguizamo's in it as well. Aye. His his character's brilliant. Um, aye, it's 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 great stuff. It's back. It felt like a lot of these Disney and Pixar films have been missing something now. Onward, Luca, that Raya and the Aye. Last Dragon. You know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy Luca. Everybody, quite a lot of people I know like, were raving about it, but I, I just thought it was I thought it was tripe, mate, to be honest with you. We've not Aye, said that was... for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all enjoyable, but this one's better. This one's the best one they've done in a long time. Aye. Aye, I think uh, most you know, kids will love it. They've not, they've not honed in on the character aspect that they used to have. You know what I mean? Like Disney Pixar, you, you had cars. Look at that. That's an instant toy uh, line. You know what I mean? That they've Aye. got there. Wayne's old, Lightning McQueen, who we may, maybe be talking about later on, actually. Uh, <laughs> the, these Disney Pixar movies don't have a Buzz Lightyear. 
No. You know what I mean? They don't have a they don't have a Woody, they don't have Simba. No, so you're right. There, there's no standout characters. Uh, even the, the Incredibles, do you know what I mean? That's a four characters straight away there. You know, Aye. and and all four of them have got their own things and you know who all four of them are. But I'll I would wager that you couldn't name the characters for this movie now. You're right, mate. I'm trying to remember her name. Is it Mad Madrigal or something like that? I don't know. I've not yeah. seen it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's the that's the family. What am I talking about? The, the, the family Madrigal. Um, the characters are are, are are good, but you're right. They're no stand. They're not standing out. Mm, it's no. more that it's more about the the soundtrack in this one. Aye, and it's a it's a good story as well. Um, I know. I know what you're saying there is about the soundtrack and that, but like if you look at the Lion King, you know what I mean. That soundtrack was amazing, but you know Timon and Pumba, you know uh, Simba, you know Scar and Flasha and all that. Anywhere. Nah, it's nowhere near the level of that, but it's the best they've done in a while. That, that's what I would say. So it's like being the best looking person at the Ugly Bowl. <laughs> um, it's won, it won the Golden Globe for Best uh, Animation, and I think it won Best Song as well. And the soundtrack's just been skyrocketing into the charts. Aye. I think he's. Uh, it's like I think it's got like eight songs in the top forty in America. So I've, it's starting to starting to get more popular now that everybody's seen it on Disney Plus. So if you've been put off for whatever See, reason, it's definitely worth a watch. You've got a question why they've paid all the money to get one Manuel Miranda to give it away for free. I know. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I think that the, the, there's been a lot of mismanagement with Disney since COVID turned up. No, I, I would probably argue that it's since they bought Fox, mate. Uh, maybe I. You know what I mean? It's like the, I think a lot they're, they're preoccupied with Star Wars. Right? There's a Aye. new there's a new Star Wars thing every bloody week now. <laughs> they're kind of putting these feel good family movies on the back burner. Yeah, they I, don't I, seem to have the same faith in them. No, definitely not. And do you remember that this all happened before? Before Beauty and the Beast, remember it? It's, it was like cyclical with with Disney. It was Disney aye, was winding, it was winding down. It was winding down. It couldn't get this this new blockbuster that it was looking for, and then Beauty and the Beast came, and it aye. was and it was this. They they changed the way they animated and stuff like that. So it's going to take a spark like that to get them back on track. But I've got absolutely no doubt that they'll do it because it's Disney. Oh, aye. I've heard that the next the next Pixar one as well is going straight to Disney Plus as well, and they're all raging about that. So, but you're right. All it takes is one bit of magic again and mm-hmm. to kickstart it all. Well, the thing is, I didn't. I hadn't even heard of this Encanto until I seen that no. post on on Facebook. They're not eh, like run. They're not advertising it well enough either. No, that's. Did you see they went to the trouble of getting that Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda, and they went to the trouble of getting them for that Mary Poppins shit. And when you know this guy can write a tune, they they went, Nah, you're all right, mate. Just leave your songs. We'll we're running with this pile of crap. Aye. And that was one of the worst films I've ever seen in my fucking life. Hey, so let's, hey, hey, <laughs> let's let's uh, end this section on a on a high, yeah. Aye, okay. Encanto, <laughs> give it a chance. You'll be your foot will be tapping along in minutes. Within minutes, it being on, you'll really enjoy it. 
it's a good family movie, and I'll give it four out of five. Four out of five. So it's on a par with Rocky versus Drago. Good for you. <laughs> good for you, Encanto. Right, so I saw, um, see, I, I've been I've been raving about the soundtrack. It's leaving the fucking best soundtrack on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, aye, the scream soundtrack was all right. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a we've got a shortened trailer game today. The only reason that we're doing this trailer game today is because I seen this trailer in the cinema last night when I went to see Scream, and the whole cinema were actually laughing along. So I says to Keezy, stick it on, and Keezy, you stuck it on. I sat and watched you watching it like an episode of Gogglebox, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're laughing your ass off as well. And we're going to talk about Jackass forever. Now, if you've seen any of the Jackass movies, you know what you're getting yourself into when you watch it. And right. if you're going to watch the fourth one, it means that you've watched the first three. And if you don't enjoy it, then it's your own fault because you know what you're getting into. But <laughs> in the cinema last night when this trailer came on, they they kind of built it up. It says, when, uh, when was the last time you all got together with your mates and all that? And it was right. a bit of writing at the start of it. And then it just goes to the the uh, cast and it says, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass. And he gets shot out of cannon. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's for there on, it's just, it seems as if they've ramped it up this time, but there's, there's actual bits in the trailer. I, I'd ask you to go and, if you've got any sort of interest in it, go and watch the final trailer for Jackass Forever. There's bits in it which legitimately, I thought, wow, if that goes wrong, he could be dead. You know what I mean? There's explosions and stuff like that, pretty close to people's <laughs> arseholes by the looks of it. So, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, like I said, it's your typical jackass fair, but the whole cinema was laughing their asses off and that, we actually turned around to, me and my wife turned around to each other and we were like, this is a film that we need to get all the boys together to go and see. You know what I mean? Right. So it's definitely on the to-do list and it's a definite thumbs up. Aye, Th- thumbs up for me as well. Uh, I probably wouldn't even have watched the trailer if you hadn't said. Aye, really? But have you, see- have you seen I'm... the other ones? No, I've seen the, t- the TV show, but I've never seen the movies. Mate, you should watch the Jackass movies, man. They're funny as hell. Aye, they, re- they, they really are, man. They really are funny, honestly. That, I don't, Aye, so, don't get me wrong. There's some of the ones that you're like, oh, for God's sake, it's actually quite disgusting some of the stuff that they do on it at times, right? But they're clearly a great group of mates and they, it never seems... <laughs> they're always laughing. They're always laughing no matter what. Even the person that the, the joke's on or the person that needs to do the mad right. stunt, even they're laughing. And if they're not laughing and they're scared, then that makes their pals laugh even more. Which, you, <laughs> you know you know what it's like? See, if it was us, right. if it was all of us and somebody had to do something they were feel shitting ourselves, we would be pissing ourselves laughing. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just like a big group of mates. And you know what? I'd long mate continue because I love the Jackass movies, man. I really do. So aye. thumbs up for me and a thumbs up for you. Aye, definitely aye. Nice one. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we've tried our hardest to pull together an episode and we went for an actor abyss 
and we just couldn't decide on two actors to, to argue against each other. <laughs> so we've decided we're going to do a movie quiz actor battle rather than an actor quiz movie battle, but we're going to do it over the Scream franchise. Okay, so any of the five Scream movies, any actor that's been in any of the five Scream movies until one of the one or the other is can't answer or gets one wrong. Uh, All right. This could this could be shorter than any actor of this was ever going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, mate! Surely you, you got to know some of these. There's, mate, there's millions of actors in these movies, and some of them have went on to have great careers. Right, I'll try. I'll try. Right, okay, though. So, have you got a coin in your hand, Keezy? Aye. Eds? Tails, it is. Right, so you get to go first. Right, this is tough, because I've only seen them all. I've seen the first one a few times, I've only seen the other ones once. I am going to make a bonder at some point, but we'll go for Drew Barrymore. Nice one. I am going to say Nev Campbell. Courtney Cox. David Arquette. My big pal, Matthew. (laughs) Well Well played, well played. Uh, I'll, I'll go for Hayden Panettiere. Ah, you've got this sewn up if you're digging her out. I'm sure, I'm sure he was in it. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey? I'm sure he was in one of the screens. Right, wait a minute, I'll look him up now. Don't you be cheating. Mate, you've made an arse already. Oh, wait a minute. No, he was in, he was, he was. He was in Scream 3, wasn't he? <laughs> I didn't know that's who Patrick Dempsey was. <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy. That's what that guy's name is. Right. <laughs> He's one of the main guys of the first one, and I can't remember his name. Right. See, there's tons of these slasher movies and all. And I know, get mixed up with them. I know, so do I. I always get mixed up with screaming. I know what you did last summer. I'm seeing a certain person getting killed. But I just don't know what film that was. Denise Richards? Denise Richards? You'll need to look it up, mate. <sighs> I think she was maybe in. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! She was. She was in Scary Movie, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, need, I need to get one right here, but I know that I've got it right anyway. So, uh, for the for the victory, we're going to go with Weave Schreiber. Oh damn it! Cotton Weary. Another one I, I, I thought was Sarah Michelle Geller, but she was in... I know what you did last summer. Oh, she was in. She was in Scream 2. Damn it! I was going to, by the way, I was going to start pulling out Tori Spelling and all that, because remember, they were in they were in Scream, but they were in Stab within Scream. Oh, that uh, was a good shoot and all. And, uh, I, 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 I never said Sarah Michelle Geller, but you would have cuffed me anyway. 
Hey, so I think the movie quiz actor battle. I think I'm two 0 on you in the movie quiz actor battle. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not certain. I think you're going to need to go back and look, easy, but I'm claiming to nothing now. Until proven otherwise, I'm claiming to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Thank you. No, we did. I think I beat you in Braveheart. Did you? Aye. I think you probably would have. Aye. So I've never seen it. Only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll move on now. And do you know what, Keezy? You and I were, were thinking we were bashing our heads together trying to think of sections for the show today and what our top five could be and what began uh, what began as a sarcastic comment has made its way <laughs> has made its way onto the show now I'm sure <laughs> I'm, I'm sure anybody listening is going to know the talent that the Wilson family has produced <laughs> I mean you've got Luke Wilson who's been in such classics as old school and uh, <laughs> no, can, only remember, can only remember old school uh, but the real talent in the family everybody knows is old oh wow himself <laughs> Owen Wilson now when I said this to you today it was genuinely just a joke but then I got to think about it, and Owen Wilson has got some amount of brilliant films under his Aye. belt. He really does. So we took a wee bit of time today, and I wrote out my top five, and you wrote out your top five. So Aye. what I will tell you is I've got a top three, right? But I can't decide between the, the other films, what goes in at number four and what goes in at number five. So I decided that I would have an honourable mention. Now, right. <laughs> I need to have this honourable mention purely for the fact that I love these films. And I, until we said this today, I didn't realise how many Owen Wilson's films I really, really like. Honestly. <laughs> and you can't so, can can pick a four and five? I can't pick a four and five, mate. I've got a top three, but I've got four movies that could go in at four or go in at five. So I don't want, right. to, lose, I don't want to lose two of them, really. So... Uh, my honourable mentions, I'm going to go with you, me and Dupree. Right, the one, <laughs> the one, the one, the one that he done with Matt Dillon, aye, his, his brothers and Entourage. Uh, aye, aye, Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon, aye. aye, so it was with Matt Dillon and I, I went to the cinema to see this and it was just one of the films that, although nobody really ever talks about it, when I watched it, I was absolutely pissing myself off and I thought it was funny as hell. So. <laughs> So that's an honourable mention, and another honourable mention, purely because I don't want to really talk about it on the show, is Marley and Me. Hey, okay. Because it's just a four packets of Kleenex job for Marley and Me. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's a, it's a great film. It's a great film, but aye, it's just uh, it's a pure downer. So, <laughs> so right, and at number five. Hey. It's going to be Starsky and Hutch. Right. Now, I know the it's probably not one of his five best movies, but I'm, we're going on what our favourites are here. It's our top Absolutely, five. Absolutely, And, aye. and aye. I must have watched Starsky and Hutch with Frank and Curry and all the boys about 40 million times on a hungover aye. Sunday lying on Frank's couch. And it never fails to raise a laugh, man. Honestly, some of the pattern is so quotable. 
I love it, man. It's brilliant. I think the, the two of them are tremendous in it. You've got Snoop Dogg's amazing in it. That's right, aye. And Vince Vaughn is absolutely tremendous as the bad guy. It is. It's a, it's a brilliant film. It really is a brilliant film. Aye. And it just, like I say, something it's so quotable as well. Like, do it. Do it. <laughs> he's trying to act. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mad gangster, cowboy guy. Oh, <laughs> so good, man. It's got some classic scenes in it. I know it's a. I definitely won't be seeing anything against it being in your top five anyway. Aye, so uh, for me, number five, we've got Starsky and Hutch. What about yourself, Keezy? Aye, uh, when you suggested it that to do on Wilson, it was it's a bit random. Um, but like on my Facebook page, it must be subscribed to that movie web or something, and they're doing some really weird top fives now, like top five killers. Gugino movies like it's like she's only known for being in the Bon Jovi Always video oh huh? that, so aye so <laughs> I ain't stop telling me her name <laughs> <laughs> so if they can get away with that then we can get away with an own Wilson appreciation day aye, I deserve that O-W-A-D <laughs> Um, but my uh, my number five is went for something a bit different, and it's I think it, it's one that you'd either love it or hate it, and it's a uh, Midnight in Paris. Right, I'm ashamed to say I've never seen it. Is nah, it a, is it a serious role? Aye, it's it's a Woody Allen, but ah, I'm out. Hear that again? <laughs> I know I was a bit controversial bringing him up. But it is him. It's, he's, he's in, obviously, he's in Paris, and we go as a walk in Paris at night. He travels back to 1920, and he's hanging about with all the people that were in Paris in 1920, and it, it does sound shite, but it's brilliant. But to get back to his own time, he needs to hook a, a clock up to a, to, a horse, <laughs> to a horse and carriage and hope that lightning strikes at that exact moment that he gets the horse up to four mile an hour. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> but uh, it shows him as a more than just a comedy guy. He's a really good actor. Aye. Um. So mid, uh, midnight in Paris, did you say? Midnight in Paris, and at number five, aye. Nice one. So we'll go for for number four for me. I'm going to go with Carl's. Um, it's a it's an animated movie. Uh, he plays, he does the voice of Lightning McQueen. If you've never seen Cars, then what rock have you been living under? And if you have <laughs> seen, and if you have seen Cars and you don't like it, then get back under whatever bloody rock you came out from under. Right. I got Harrison the the remote control Lightning McQueen Aye. for his Christmas. It's Did an you? absolute belter, man. Do you love Aye. it? It took me about an hour and a half to get it out of the bloody box. Oh, it was, was it screwed? Was it screwed into the box? It's like, guys, I, I don't know what they used to package it, but it was an absolute nightmare. And he's just sitting looking at me like, Are "You ever going to take this thing out of the box?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. I got Kina a remote control car once, and it was actually screwed into the box. With plastic bits and all that, and that's it. Aye, it all it, twisted around. Ah, oh, man, it was murder to get that out. Need a fucking, need <laughs> a fucking degree in uh, engineering. 
to get that bastard <laughs> thing out of the box. I was so excited when I, when I was about to open it, but by the time I got it out of the box, he lost all enthusiasm. Hey, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time you get out of the box, the bells were going. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New absolute... Happy New Year, Uncle Graham. Have you got my car? <laughs> have you got my car out of the box yet? <laughs> <laughs> but, aye, it's a, it's a great film. I, I, I'm looking forward to when he's old enough to watch these sort of things. Aye. Oh mate, there's nothing like it, honestly. Uh, Cars is Cars is a brilliant film. Even if you're an adult, I think it's a great film to sit and watch. It's a great story. Definitely. Essentially, Talladega Nights, isn't it? When you think about it, (laughs) one of the best songs ever. Aye, and let me tell you, life certainly is a highway. Uh, And (laughs) and now, now we know what songs playing is out today as well. I think it's been an outro about seven times already. Aye, I know, (laughs) but. Obviously, you can you can stick it between uh, hearts on fire and fucking no easy way out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you got in at number four, Keezy? Went for another more serious role, um, but I love this film. It's behind enemy lines. I've I've seen behind enemy lines. That's the guy that crashes in the helicopter, isn't it? I I they, they, they're flying over Bosnia and they crash. Mm. And uh, the, the two of them, and one of them gets killed straight away. But he's he escapes, and it's just him trying to survive in war-torn Bosnia. Is the American government are trying to get him back out again? But he's, it's Gene Hackman. It's his main officer that's trying to help him. It's brilliant, man. They just keep cutting to Gene Hackman's like, "We're coming to get you, son." Come on, kicking every ball with him. Oh, you know, kicking every ball with Owen Wilson because he's he's just a cocky guy that doesn't really have much training. And you're like, how the hell is he going to survive this? It's a great film. Again, it's uh, I've not seen it for a long time, but I have seen that film, but I've not seen it for a long time. You know, yeah. I, I obviously kind of gravitate towards the comedy, uh, the comedy aspect of his career. Um, Aye. but uh, we'll get to we'll get to uh, number three. Oh, don't worry, the rest of them is all comedies for now on in. Really? You kidding <laughs> on? Uh, well, I'll, I'll go for my number three then. My number three is another comedy movie where it actually it's probably his most memorable character that he's ever played. Uh, he plays Hansel in Zoolander. Aye. And, and this is this is tremendous. It really is like the the pose off and all of that. It's just what a what a lot oh, of is. It's, and again, it's him and Ben Stiller back together um, after Starsky and Hutch. So aye. they just bounce off each other so well, and they have done in, in any time that they've been on the screen together. I think even with Zoolander too, which doesn't make the list, but it's a it's a it's a decent film. But Owen Wilson's brilliant in it again. Oh, that's great! I, I think he kind of stole the show in Zoolander. Quite, quite a bit, you know, and the, I think there was actually talk of them doing a Hansel movie with we, just him as Hansel. And, oh my God, that Hansel's so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a performance film and a hilarious, hilarious film, Zoolander. What have you got in it three yourself, Keezy? Uh, so number three, I've got I get slaughtered for putting this in my top three of the year that we did. But, hey, it's my list, and I, I love this film, uh, Shanghai Noon. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. 
And I, remember, <laughs> I, I remember you getting slaughtered for it as well. And it, <laughs> it's it's more... it in the, the almost famous things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my choice. Listen, listen, I'll put any Jackie Chan film I want in my list, all right, mate? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when I watched it for, for we did that year again, I was like, this film's brilliant, man. Great stuff. Aye, I, I, yeah, I love so. all these sort of films, you know, I love it. It's like, it's, it's like a buddy cop movie kind of thing, you know what I mean? It's like, brilliant. Aye, I love yeah. that shit. Owen Wilson's one of the best for a buddy picture. Aye, definitely. definitely. Pure bounces off each other, and like you said Aye. there, um, it's a it's a decent film. It doesn't make my list, but it's a decent film and a good performance for him as well. Aye. Um, so number two is again a film that I've watched a hundred times with we the boys on a on a hungover Sunday, and it's Wedding Crashers. Now, Oof. I think this is probably his funniest movie, Wedding Crashers. And I don't think he is the reason why it's so funny, but I love his character in it as well. Like I was saying about uh, Starsky and Hutch being quotable. This is a hundred times more quotable. Do you know what Aye. I mean? Like, some of the lines in this film, like uh, Vince Vaughn uh, delivers like the, the mums after uh, Owen Wilson, obviously, and she's Aye. Uh, she's like <laughs> took her took her tap off and like, yeah, we're <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Did you motorboat? Did you motorboat? Did you do the motorboat? <laughs> you did, didn't you? You motorboating son of a bitch, you. <laughs> like, this is it's definitely my favourite uh, comedy performance, Fionn Wilson. Yeah, comedy right. movie, Fionn Wilson. Um, and at number two, it's Wedding Crashers. What have you got right, so I've, I've just realised what you meant when, when I said that it was all comedies for now on and you're like, you're kidding me on, right? But mines are all comedies for now on, but I think I've worked out what your number one is. But anyway, <laughs> number two is uh, Starsky and Hutch. Oh, you've got it in at number two? Oh, yeah. I, I love it. Um, the, the two things I was I was going to say about it was the dance-off. I know this is like Ben Stiller, but that's hilarious. Aye. Nice. And the, the other bit is when they're dressed up as mimes. At the Bob Max fan, at the Vilasi's Bob Max fan. Oh, mate, that's so funny. So, so funny. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I might need uh, to watch that again, actually. Uh, it's definitely, it's always worth a watch when you're needing a, a daft comedy to pick you, pick you up. It's, it doesn't get the credit it deserves when they talk about all the other films that all these guys made, this one kind of gets Aye. lost in the pack, but it, it, it's up there with them, but uh, it's great stuff. Without a doubt. Um, and you're right, I think you know what my number one is. Um, it's Wonder, which is <laughs> just, it was, it was my favourite film of that year, probably. It's just a fucking class movie. It's a class movie, it really is. I'm not going to say any more about it. Just look it up. Look out for it. It's got some great performances for some top actors and actresses. And if you sit down and manage to make it through that movie without shedding a tear, then you might be a Terminator. Never mind that uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago. <laughs> a great choice. It's a brilliant film. What have you went for uh, for number one? But I've went for, for number one. I've went for Wedding Crashers. Right, okay, so... Yeah. I've, it's I've, the ultimate Wilson film, isn't it? I think it is, mate. The, the wee brother guy and all that, and 
the old granny and it's <laughs> the American football scene is absolutely Aye. tremendous comedy. It really is. <laughs> You're right, it's it's a great film, but it's not always for the because of Owen Wilson. The Aye. support cast are all Vince Vaughn, Isla Fisher's brilliant. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's brilliant oh, in it as well. Aye. Like Bradders. Aye. Who's the da again? Who's the rich da? Hey, Christopher Wilkins. Christopher Wilkins, so it is, man. Jesus. <laughs> I get it for him. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure we're not having a wee ponder there. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I say. I had great film, man. Is it better than the Shawshank? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the, amazingly, it off the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. Really? And it wasn't until you all started raving about it. I was only to give us another shot, and then I was like, what on earth was I doing the first time <laughs> I watched it? This is amazing. Now it's the and top of your list. Ah, it's been one of my favourites ever since. Ah, See, when you take into account all of the Belton comedy movies that Vince Vaughn's been in, he should be. I guy should ah, be a, an absolute multi-multi that doesn't need to work again. <laughs> I mean, he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm this year. He's, what a what a resume Vince Vaughn's got when you think about it. Maybe that's an odd one we might need to do at the top five Vince Vaughn movies. Aye. I will keep churning these out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed the uh, a look at Owen Wilson's career. <laughs> so did that, by the way. I looked, I looked up Wikipedia, his filmography, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's been in hit after hit. <laughs> Not a sniff at an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He get he get nominated for a Golden Globe for Midnight in Paris. I forgot he should, to have, got, that. He should have got nominated for a fucking papal sainthood for for Wonder. <laughs> You're right, you should have been nominated for something for that, aye? What do you think? And by the way, I'm not just saying this either. He's performance in Marley and Me as well. Oh, aye, I'm saying that. I've ripped the bloody heart out of you. Jeez. Aye. Oh, aye. And you've been off oh, on the you ponder there, mate. I did, aye. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what. what <laughs> What films have we got coming up soon? Because I think I'm going to go and see Jackass. What else is coming up soon? March, we've got Batman. Batman's in March, aye. Uh, there's, other, there's a few more coming up, so we're probably going to be firing out more episodes on a more regular basis now. Keep your ears and eyes open for any notifications that you might have set on your podcast apps, whatever they may be, whether it's Amazon, whether it's Apple, whether it's whatever else you listen to it on. Apple, Amazon, Spotify, that's the main ones, isn't it? Aye, so just keep your eyes and your ears peeled and listen out for more great Scott Cinema Club. Right, I was going to say also, I'm glad we brought the quiz back, but still can't bloody win one, so I'm fucking raging again. This is it, this is it. So I tell you what, Casey, just in case you think I'm at the cheating, at the old Buster Keaton, you can set the next quiz, all right? Or, or we can get somebody to come on and be a quiz master, make their own quiz uh, up, think, and we've got to uh, we've, uh, see who gets the most the most questions right. Oh, that's but I've been to do that. That sounds brilliant. <laughs> right, so if <laughs> Livy Man and Martin Hagney, get your thinking caps on. You're our only two <laughs> listeners. <laughs> 
Right, so another episode in the rear view mirror, Keezy. How do you, you feel that one went? For some that was flung together, just so we could talk about Rocky versus Drago, I think we've done all right. I know, bad. Um, eh? No bad. And then we've got a 10 minute outro coming up, so that's good. Just play, play the music at uh, 1.1 times, then they won't pick it up. No easy way out. It's a shy turtle. It's no easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so easy, boy. With that, we are out of time. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home.